I'm Patricia Marshall Harris, and welcome to Dishing with Patricia. As a food, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle consultant, I believe food is our medicine. As the host of Dishing with Patricia, I also believe in connecting with notable guests who would dish about themselves, local events, community topics, and of course, food. Welcome back to Dishing with Patricia. I'm so happy you guys are joining us today. It's all about food. And I have a special guest with me. She's always with me, but today you guys are gonna be able to see and hear her. This is Stephanie Fuller, my assistant and a very dear friend. Stephanie, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for agreeing to come <laughs> from behind the scenes. She's like, I gotta sit there the whole time. Yes, you do. So I wanna get started. Okay. I am making a water-infused mint. Mint, this time of year, grows in an abundance. It aids in your digestion. It's a calming effect, and it's refreshing. I was visiting a girlfriend several years ago. She lives in New Mexico, and she has a, a, a garden with lilies and things, and she, we kept a picture of water out in the sun okay and we would just put fresh mint in it and it it was so refreshing i had never had it that way so today that's what i'm going to do for you so i want you to right now i want you to just take your mint off of the if you have a garden or wherever you have your mint and just put it inside of a pitcher or bowl or cup it doesn't matter so i want we want to release some of the oils that's in the mint so just put it in a container and you just kind of just crush the mint. You know, when you're at a bar and they're making a mojito, yes. that's what they're doing, releasing the oils of the mint. So that's all I want to do. And I want to add fresh lemon. Pour some water over it. Just move it around a little bit. And that's all you're doing. So, I've already did this. This is fresh water with mint and lemon. Wait, let me give you a piece of lemon to put in your glass. It's always about presentation. So with that, here's to having you here, Stephanie. Hey, right, thank you. What you think? Very good. Very good. So very I love good. it. We're gonna move on to our next recipe. Next recipe is going to be a creamy pesto zucchini pasta with fresh peas. Remember, this is the summertime. If you have a garden, you got a lot of peas, you got a lot of zucchini, like what am I gonna do with it? We're gonna make a pesto, but not with the zucchini. We're gonna make a pesto with fresh arugula, and we're going to make the noodles with the zucchini. So I wanna show you guys how to make um, a pasta with zucchini. This recipe can be found on classyandessentialnutrition.com. So start with fresh zucchini. We live in a global economy, so we can get zucchini anywhere from all over the world. However, this time of year, we can get local. Support your local farmers markets. It's important. You know where the footprint of your food is from. Buy local by seasonal. So 
You saw what I did. I cut the tip off, the tips off of each part of the zucchini so it can fit in my spiral noodle device. Cut it in half so it could fit. And then you proceed to turn. You have to press a little bit. Look at that. You see it's coming out? Isn't that pretty? You could do this with anything that you want to spiral. Okay, so you guys got the idea, right? I'm now going to fix the pesto. The pan is already on the burner. We're gonna add some oil. Anybody that watches me or heard me talk or sit in my kitchen like Stephanie, <laughs> never cook with a cold pan. And it's, you need to start the cooking process. So we're gonna start, the pan is already warm. I'm gonna turn the heat up a little bit and I'm gonna put my garlic in. So this is the only thing right now that I need to start that is going to be um, actually on to heat because I want to get this garlic started nice and brown and crispy and crunchy looking. My next step, I'm over at this food processor. That can go because I have it on medium. If you're cooking, stay in the kitchen. Don't cook, go off someplace else. So I'm close enough to this that I can watch it. So I'm going to start the pesto. I'm going to start, I never, follow a recipe. Make it your own. This recipe is going to be on ClassyEssentialNutrition.com. But I am going to tell you, this is olive oil. I'm just going to keep moving. This is cashews. This is some salt. This is some pepper. This is my nutritional yeast. And pesto. So often you see pesto with, um, with basil, I'm using arugula because I want to. And because it's my recipe, I can. You can do that too. You don't have to use basil. You can use spinach. Use any green leaf. You can use kale, collards, whatever you want to do. So you saw this in my food processor. Now let's start it. Okay, here we go. I'm going to pulse, let it move a little bit. Okay, there we go. And smells so, so good. good. <laughs> and normally, mm, pesto, you smell, uh-oh. Even though I'm close enough, I'm about ready to let this burn. We're going to add this garlic. It smells so good. This is so, pesto is really good. You can use it for anything. You can put it on top of an omelet, everything. Just, just make recipes your own. All right, if we go through this again. So here we go to pulse. Get this started. I'm gonna place this skillet back on this, back on this burner. Start, medium. So now that the actual pesto is ready, we're going to put it on top of this burner because I want to add my noodles. And I'm going to add all these other ingredients because I have some coconut milk. It's going to make it nice and rich and creamy. Mm. This is really going to be good. 
You guys, I wish you was here. Stephanie, doesn't this smell good? It does. You can smell it. Oh, oh yeah. Man, doesn't it smell good? It smells so good. I wish you guys was here. Um, so I'm going to start this thing right here. Start it back up. I need some more. A little bit of olive oil. Just a little bit. So I'm going to turn this on medium. And hopefully we won't go... Ah! See? I got it this time. So I'm going to take that off. I shouldn't be so quick to say I got it. So Stephanie, please take that out of there for me. While she's doing that, I could, um, I can put my milk in here and just let it start to warm. This is what's going to make my sauce creamy. And some of you guys have been wondering how I started this journey. So while Stephanie's trying to get that top off, I'm going to tell you about my journey. Um, I'm one of 10. My mother, was a homemaker. She believed in food should not only taste good, it should look good. And I started cooking with my mother at an early age because I wanted to spend time with my mother. I finally <laughs> got it off. <laughs> yes, she did. I was ready to throw this thing out the window. I am, I am not the most patient person. And this was like, I was getting TO'd. So now that we got this here, we're going to start putting this here and going to warm it up. So this is coconut milk. And coconut milk, oh, any of you guys eat Indian food or Thai food? Yes. It's coconut milk. And um, I had a Zoom call a couple of weeks ago that, um, that I was, had an outreach to brain tumor patients. And I did a little research before my meeting with them, and I learned that coconut water is one of the best things you can drink to keep you hydrated. Because people that are having brain, that have brain tumors, it takes a lot of energy just to be able to survive because the brain is invaded and it takes a lot of energy for the brain just to simply function. Yes. So I read that coconut milk, coconut water was a good way for tumor patients to hydrate. Can you imagine that stress that the, our bodies are under? So get you some coconut water, then get you some coconut milk. So back to um, talking about my journey with food I believe this is my calling. I may not be the perfect person talking to you about this. I make mistakes, I, I curse, I do all types of things. But food is my passion. And talking yes. about food, eating healthy, that's what grounds me. That's what centers me. If I was at home, I would have gospels on right now because that's how I grew up. My mother had gospels on and I am a believer. You guys, if you see me, I know that this is God's driven and this is my journey. So I wanted to share my journey with you, but you have to eat healthy. We want to live yes. and you cannot live a long life eating garbage, eating whatever. So I've been a vegetarian for 40 some odd years. It's real easy. If you got a plate, I tell you this all the time. I'm going to give you some. I tell you this all the time. If you have a plate, it has five items on it. One of them is meat. Take that meat off. You still have five items, four items. 
food. The vegetables are the main dish. That meat is the, is the side. So we're going to get this going. I've been talking a lot, but um, I just came off a mental health series. And folks was like, where's the food? I didn't see any food. So this is why this is dedicated strictly to cooking. And I love nothing but talking about food. I should be really fat. I am kind of like 20 pounds over than what I normally would be, but I wanted to share this about food. It's summertime, it's in abundance. Food is in abundance right now. Take advantage of it. Feed your families, feed them healthy. I know it's difficult. If you can't buy fresh, buy frozen. But there are programs that are going out that can help you buy good foods. So Stephanie, I'm so happy Stephanie is over here. She and I share recipes all the time. We're in a grocery store and we're like excited. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. She calls me, I'm in Wegmans. So you in Wegmans? Okay, I need this. She said, do you, the other day she called me, she says, do you remember that stain remover that you had me go to Wegmans and buy? I'm gonna turn this thing up because it's taking too long. So, but in the interim, what I'm gonna do is put these noodles in here because we wanna start our pesto to moving. And this is really gonna be al dente. Don't overcook this. This is, this is vegetables. Mm -hmm. Even if it was pasta, you don't want it overcooked. You want to just get it al dente. You want it to crunch. You want to be able to taste it and, um, and just keep forward. So Stephanie, what do you think about being from behind the scenes? What do you think about being out front? It's tell, totally different. Tell my people what you, what you do that you have, um, how we met and, and um, how we met. Well, you don't necessarily tell how we met. Right. You won't tell that part. Right. But we've been friends for a while. and um, Yeah, it's been close to 20 years that we have been friends. And we just clicked immediately. Um, After she got over thinking I was snobby. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. And we've just been sharing recipes, different recipes. Her recipes, my recipes, our, our mother's recipes going back and forth so we've just been like that ever since and one of the things i like about stephanie is that um people will understand if you cook or if you are in any type of business that's about presentation i can tell stephanie what i want and then i can leave the kitchen i don't have to come back and correct her I don't have to say, you know, I don't like that. She was like, Patricia's not going to like that. Uh, you got to do it over. Because I'm big on this is what I do. It's the I. And I want my food to represent me. And I want you to be hungry for it. And um, Tim, who is our production manager, she says, I hear this all the time. If it don't have color, don't eat it. That's what I'm telling tell you. If it don't have color, don't eat it. I mean, it's not healthy. You want, once again, I want my food to be as diverse as I hope our culture will be at one time. This smells so good. It smells delicious. Yes, it does. It does. It does. So I'm going to turn this. All I have to do is lift this off. This is the cutest little burners. I mean, even if you have a full kitchen, sometimes you want a little burner that because you have everything else on it this is really good so i'm going to lift this off because it's an induction so it turns off 
and I'm going to just pour this in here. So Patricia, while you are doing that, I want to ask you a few questions since you put me on the spot. I wrote up a few questions that I'd like to ask you that I'm sure some of your viewers would like to hear. Um, my first one would be, what are your three favorite appliances you have to have in your home? A food processor. Okay, that's one. You have to have a quality blender. That's two. My third, a good oven. You gotta have a good oven. I agree with that. So those are the three things. A food processor, a good blender, and a good oven. Okay. Well, what will be your next focus on dishing with Patricia in order to take to the next level? Sponsorship that will help me go to the next level. Okay. Um, because it, it takes a village to produce this podcast. This is really good. So I'm just going to, normally it wouldn't be as wet, but because it's um, zucchini, I could add some more later. So I'm just going to plate this for you. So if I, this looks messy, I'm trying not to, I didn't have on my, one of my chef jackets. So I'm trying not to mess up my cute little dress right here. So is it hard being a vegan? And I'd also like to know when you go to a restaurant, how hard is it ordering? It's not hard being a vegan. Um, only reason why it's not hard for me is because I've um, been a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for 40 some odd years. So it wasn't difficult to transition into eating a plant-based diet. And to eat a plant-based diet was a decision that I made. You have to go in stages. You can't just wake up one morning and say, okay, I'm gonna eat a plant-based diet and you've been eating the night before you had a steak. You had chicken for lunch. So no, it's not difficult. It's just, you wanna have to, you wanna make the investment. And okay. the investment is your body and your longevity and how you want to live. So that same research that you did to go buy that bag, those sneakers, do that with your food. And I don't think it's hard, it's not difficult at all. And I mean, you can make any dish vegetarian or vegan. All it requires is that you change the protein. Don't add that chicken. Do some tofu or do some lentils and beans. I mean, as I said to you a few minutes ago, if you have a whole plate, take the, that chicken or fish or beef off, you still have a lot of vegetables. So it's not hard being, uh, you being a vegan and say someone, else, someone that uh, your significant other, or in your case, your husband, but say um, if you're having people over, well, I how was, well, hard is I'm that? I'm sorry to cut That's you okay. off. That's okay. While she's tasting that, I'm gonna answer her question. When you have people coming over to your home, they are your guest. So I call my guests and ask them about their food restrictions. I used to have a Thanksgiving dinner and I had one person that could not eat turkey, but could eat chicken, 
one person that ate salmon but could not eat shellfish, one person that was gluten-free but was a vegan. So I call and I ask all my guests. So they're my guests. Oh my goodness. This is delicious. This is very good. You're not I, just saying it, right? Now you know me. You know that I would never, because there's some things that I would say, no, I can't do it. But I've learned to eat a lot of things that are vegan. And like Patricia said, because it says that it's a vegan does not mean that um, it's not going to taste good. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. So I guess you do like it. She's always like, I don't eat this. I don't eat that. Mm -hmm. exactly. Try it. How will you know if you don't try it? So when you have guests come in over, find out what their food restrictions are. Good. Delicious. Mm -hmm.